and welcome to another episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and I'm here alongside Gav, G, and Dylan for the final fantasy football episode of this season. The fantasy football season is over, which means our champions have been crowned. We do one last listening league recap and tell you who is the ultimate champion of Sports Council. We then give you our personal season and playoff MVPs, and we look to help return the favor for them and others. Finally, we do one last bit of a reflecting for our fantasy football season and share some war stories throughout our fantasy careers. Today is January 5th, 2022. This is the 46th episode of the show. It's finally over, guys. It's uh, 17 weeks, longest season fantasy ever. Ridiculous. And we somehow made it through. Like, this has somehow been our most consistent year, at least in terms of that. Plus, I found it a very boring year. (laughs) <laughs> in general in general yeah i don't know very tough very tough and it was a very tough uh fantasy football season for me at least. oh yeah i think it I makes mean, it more enjoyable though you get to start random ass players like you know people you don't even probably think about now yeah, yeah. braxton barrios <laughs> i i started him last oh i started up in our 20-man league or whatever that thing was for the for you UCS started braxton barrios last yes year? i had him mm-hmm Oh my. He went off. <laughs> I'll start off with the recap. Okay. So, yeah. Um, as you guys know, week 17 probably been everyone's championship games. I know I won a couple of my uh, leagues, but we're here for Sleeper League, our, our Sports Council League. So the last place people played last week. So, you know, there's no new updates. But um, the seventh place matchup, <laughs> tragically, Nando's fall from grace. It oh, was man. against Andrew, Mickey, uh, Andrew MCW 98. Nando still lost somehow, ended up in eighth place, you know, 109.38 to 117.94 from uh, hero to zero, unfortunately. You, you hate to see it. You hate hopefully, to see hopefully it. we can find Nando this offseason, you know. Yeah, seriously. I think, he, I think he, he's in a very dark place right now. Very dark place. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after the, all this. I'm still yeah. waiting for him to get back on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, We'll, uh, we'll have him in uh, open arms, you know. Yes, we, uh, we obviously welcome Nando. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, that was the seventh place. Fifth place, we had uh, Matt, our very own, versus Ugly Kid, McYoungboy, many names, Master Bates. Um, oh, that wasn't him, but, you know. No, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. It was? Okay, well, anyway, yeah, they played together, and Jesus Christ, Matt was whooped. What a way to go. What a way to end the year for fifth place. He lost 117-24. To ugly kids or MC Young Boys, one eighty six oh six. Jesus, get burgered on the last week, bro. It's because I didn't have my kicker in. That's the only reason. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seventy points off the <laughs> But it's also because Jamar Chase and DK Metcalf combined for a giant spirit bomb and just destroyed <laughs> me. They scored like eighty points combined. Yeah. Well, they both Jamar had Chase three was... touchdowns. Jamar <laughs> <laughs> Chase was going off. I can't. Oh, my God. Insane. Well, you know, it was the Lions against the Lions. Of course, uh, Russ is going to eat. Come on, man. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So uh, in third place, we had our third place matchup. We had two G's that I know, actually. My friend Jamar versus uh, our good friend here, uh, G- uh, Goggin. That's his real name, guys. Sorry, put you on blast. But Damn, it was a very him. close matchup. Very, very close. Unfortunately, my friend G... Okay, well, that doesn't clear anything up. Jamar, uh, he lost 127.62 to uh, Goggins, 129.52. Let's go. Congratulations. Third place. Yes, sir. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Uh, well, the crazy part was this week, uh, I was down by 
10 entering the fourth quarter of the Browns or Steelers game. And I think we all know what Najee did at the end of the game, seal it. Because, you know, easily could it was third and two. Browns had one timeout left. If they get the first down, game's over. But he broke the play. And most players would have slid and, you know, <laughs> and taken the game. But Najee decided he wanted to take the touchdown. And that touchdown literally put me over the top and got me third place. Pharrell made uh, Jamar mad, right? He's like, bro, I can't believe this guy really did this to me. I hate Najee. <laughs> I told him, join the club, bro. I don't like the Steelers. Except I, I like Deontay, though, because he won me one of my leagues. So, And so we're going to get to what everyone wanted to know. It was our boy Dylan versus Bolly Dogs, the wizard himself. They were playing for first place. It was a very close matchup, I think, in the beginning. Mm. But, you know, Cooper Cup trumps all. And so Dylan ended up winning. Congratulations, Woo! Dylan. He won Dylan. against Bolly Dogs 115.50 to 141.56. Congratulations, Dylan. Woo! Woo! Second annual Sports Council League. Congratulations. How do you feel, dude? Uh, I mean, right now I feel pretty good. I didn't cons- go into the league or going into this year. I didn't expect to win, but I'm pretty, ha- I'm pretty happy with the results from this year. I guess I like to give thanks to everyone from Sports Council. Just want to let everyone know out there that the league run throughs run throughs us. Yes, sir. Uh, of oh course. shit! Even like, though we lost last year, but you know we won't speak on it. We um, doesn't count. Year. Doesn't count. <laughs> I like to thank personally Matt and G for giving me <laughs> advice on what to do. I like to thank Gav for t- teaching me on uh, what not to do. <laughs> no, I told me. you. I told uh, you what not to do to do. You know, you get me? Anyway, go ahead with your speech. Other than the Tyler Lockett pick, I <laughs> ignored all your suggestions. So. You go, you do the opposite. <laughs> I'm saying do the opposite of what I say. It's all for memes. But I'm pretty happy with how it turned out this year. Yeah, dude. So I'm, Congrats, so I'm happy. Big dub, bro. Very Big nice. One. Very nice. We needed it, dude. Is that your We're first not... ever first place, Dylan? It, it is. It is wow. my first. Oh, wow. First, champion is first championship in two years. Yeah. yeah, that's actually pretty good, though. But I won my second year, too, so. Yeah, second year, uh, good luck, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's not the sophomore slump. Nando keeps talking about the sophomore slump, but it's a sophomore like everyone... jump. Yeah, sophomore jump, bro. And uh, yeah, you absolutely crushed it, you know? So that wraps up our league for this year. I hope that everyone who listens to us can join us next year. I don't know if we're going to have any open spots, but, you know. I think we we're going to have one open spot. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Freaking <laughs> returned. Re- yo, Vivek, you're not returning, dude. Yeah, okay, just as everyone knows, Vivek got last place. He scored 41 points. I think the lowest anyone has scored this entire year, okay? This entire year, okay? And I need my win back, okay? I would be in the playoffs right now. <laughs> He's 1-13. in 13. I mean, the Sports Council rules stipulate that if you go winless, then you're out of the league. But he actually won one game one I so we'll I leave it up game. to debate oh okay. I, I i let him win i was mad that derrick henry uh died <laughs> i think that was before that but yeah um either way either way yeah the league is now back to team sports council but um we loved all the listeners that participated this year great listeners like yeah. i hope you guys come back honestly it was really fun guys so you made this league so much better to participate and play for and you know talk about so yeah we hope you all come back and if you are an eager listener who wasn't in this league uh hit us up 
we'll make some room for you guys. Yeah, we'll make some room. We we'll I always would, just add teams. I feel like you know, so we could add teams, or maybe we could even open up another one. Maybe who knows? Yeah, let's have a fifty-six uh, team league. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Let's well, go. money league. You have a money league for sports council. You have you know one call- Cooper Cup. If you just have Cooper Cup, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Cooper Cup's dad can't draft Cooper Cup anymore. Why not? Because it, it, everyone in his dad's league would be like, okay, as a courtesy, we're going to let you draft your son. But since <laughs> Cooper Cup went off this season, you know, they're not giving him the same courtesy anymore, is what they said. Huh. I didn't even Tragic. know that. Yeah. I saw, I read that somewhere. Hilarious. <laughs> Interesting. Imagine they that. gave him the league. Yeah. Yeah, really. I hope they don't pay for cash because that'd be some, they, they straight colluded against themselves. That wraps up the fantasy season. Dylan won our uh, listener league, but almost I think all of us won at least one league this year, which is great. Yeah. Um, just boosts our reputation, honestly, as fantasy football experts. And we're going to discuss a little bit. Like, I'm pretty sure all of you or some of you have at least won one league. And a great tradition that we kind of have here is that, you know, you can buy a jersey, you can buy a poster. I myself bought a James Robinson poster to commemorate last season. Don't regret that purchase at all. And there's another uh, thing you can do, which is donating to the charities of the players who won you your leagues. It's kind of a pay it forward. The players certainly don't need your money, but um, they all sponsor charity. So it'd be really nice to kind of give back in this time of year. So we're going to talk about our season MVP, our playoff MVP, and we're going to talk a little bit about the charity that that MVP sponsors and you know how we're going to pay it forward. So um, I'm going to go first in my league. The season MVP for me was uh, honestly Jonathan Taylor. Like the seventh, I had, I think the seventh pick in my draft that um, in that league. So I drafted Ezekiel Elliott based off of Nando's advice, which got me nowhere. Honestly, he helped. He helped. <laughs> oh, dude. But thankfully I then ignored Nando's advice for the second pick and I picked Jonathan Taylor with my second round pick. Big carry. Yep. And he basically carried me all the way to the championship. He never had, I, I'd say like he was probably the most consistent player on my team. He's like a Cooper Cup. He just keeps getting you double digits. You never have to worry about him. And, you know, I'm totally grateful for him, but I wouldn't have won my league if it wasn't for Amon Ross St. Brown. Picked him up the last week of the season. I needed him because Mike Evans was hurt on my team. So Plug and play. I plugged him in. Bryant, USC stand in our listener league. He filled me in on this guy because he is a Trojan himself. And this guy's legit. Seriously. I literally had to search up his number, what number he plays. Uh, like, so I can Just look can for him, him on the in the game because I didn't oh, know oh because this is the first time I actually watched him. But not only does he get, he gets a rushing touchdown, a 26 yard rushing touchdown. Then he gets another touchdown in garbage time. And a two-point conversion on top of that, it was ridiculous. It was crazy how much this man was scoring. I think he scored like 30-something points. I think it was like yeah. 38 or something. I don't remember. crazy. He broke like a record, too, for most straight reception or games with five-plus receptions or something like that as a rookie, which is insane to think about that yeah. he played for the Lions. Yeah. Well, when you're Successful. the only like working offensive player on your team, it makes kind of sense. But... <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't really make sense that the Lions receivers are breaking records. I can't like, I was like, remember we had a conversation last week where it's like, you don't want to go into your championship player studying a Jets player because you know it's a mistake from the beginning. 
I felt that a little bit in my gut with the Lions thing. But I just said, you know what? I, I have faith in this guy. And he delivered. All hail the sun god. You know, I, I will remember oh, him forever. And as part of that, Amanra St. Brown's charity is the Jesse Rees Foundation. They, their mission is to encourage every kid fighting cancer to never, ever give up. And they fulfill their mission by connecting with families, bringing awareness to their stories, and offering them a network of helpful resources and sending the entire family continual doses of encouragement throughout their journey. I will be donating to that foundation. Thank you, Amon Ross St. Brown. All right, that was a very... Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll go next. Uh, Like I already talked about my MVP, but, you know, uh, I still want to just, you know, go in a little bit more about it. And obviously, we're going to talk about his charities. Well, Najee Harris is my MVP this season. He's like one of the only three players that I kept on my team from the beginning of the year in the league that I ended up winning my first place championship in. And that's just how I am. I just, I have no love lost, but if I do have some love, you always stick around. So shout out to Najee. Um, also, I want to just give a quick shout out to the other two guys I kept around were C.D. Lamb and Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson didn't really start towards the end of the year, but he was still there. He was the roster spot. <laughs> support. And, yeah, Truly. mental support. Yeah, whatever he does in Seattle is a horrible bit. He was around on my team, and we had uh, C.D. Lamb. You know, C.D. that's across your face. Greatest name ever. You know. <laughs> but Jeez. back to Najee, you know, had the best rookie rushing game in this this season what a better game to have it in oh that's 188 rushing yards two touchdowns and that second touchdown i'm telling you is the or the first the late the last touchdown was the greatest touchdown i've seen i was at the game and it was amazing to like you know watch them whoop the browns because who else would you want to watch them whoop maybe just the ravens but you know they don't piss me off like the browns do that's more of a mutual respect thing but with the browns it's it's all hell let loose you know so it was amazing watching him torch him. As Najee is also from the Bay, and you know that's where we're gonna go into next year with this foundation, the, the bigger, the bigger picture foundation, which focuses on assisting underserved, underdeserved families in reaching their potential and goals. So if you guys didn't know, Najee was a homeless foster care child as a growing up and stuff. So he definitely always gives back, and it's amazing to see that he comes, you know, comes back to the Bay Area so often and gives back into the community and I, you know, see him around all the time. So it's, it's great. And, you know, he's the same age as us too, which means makes it all much better. And if you, you know, if you can always helps out by, you know, supporting the players and their foundations. It's crazy that he's the same age as us. It's really, yeah. I didn't know he was a foster child too. That's kind of tragic. Yeah. Yeah, Well, big ups to Najee. And I know I hate to do this and I always hate on the Steelers, but I have to give it up. My MVP this year is going to be Deontay Johnson. Yes, sir. Mr. Oof, Seven catches no. 20 yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big ups, bro, was catching like one yard. He's just standing still. Anyway, yeah, he, I mean, shoot, I was going into my championship game down. Well, it wasn't really that much. I just needed like 6.8 points. And his one touchdown cast, a catch was literally it. But it was still scary. Either way, Deontay Johnson, thank you. Um, Deontay supports the uh, Best of the Batch um, Foundation. It was created by um, the F- Pittsburgh Steelers uh, quarterback, uh, Charlie Batch, back in 1999. And it really just helps, like, kids. It, they provide year-round educational programming to uh, 3,800 kids, you know, from uh, elementary school to high school. And it's all over Pennsylvania. So if you guys support, if you want to help kids go to school, which is very important to um, to everybody, really, kids are all the 
our future. So please provi- uh, provide some donations to them. It's still a giving year. So yeah, come on. I actually had Deontay in the same league too. Like in the league, I won the championship. I was down by like, I was down by a little less, like four or something. And then the touchdown basically put me over. So I, I have to thank Deontay too. What a goat. Yeah. All right. That leaves you, Dylan. Who is your MVP? If we have to ask. I think kind there of... is no explanation. And everyone <laughs> knows Mr. Cooper Cup himself, or what I like to call him, number two favorite white guy after my favorite white guy, Nick Adair. Shout out to the boy. Shout out, Nick. Hope you're doing well. But yeah, Cooper Cup starting from week one to week 17 shows up each game, dropping like 30 on every team I play against. And we all know, uh, even Gav said it already too from previous weeks that Matthew Stafford always eats with Cooper Cup. First one to the table, (laughs) breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? But they they share the same underwear, dude. I know they flip it in and out. Oh God! That's no, disgusting. <laughs> well, dude, it, it it provides the magic to that team. It helps provide chemistry between the two of them. But uh, th- so going to continue with um, giving back. Um, Cooper Cup and his wife is supporting a nonprofit organization called um, Operation Warm, and their mission is to like um, provide coats and shoes for underprivileged kids and those kids are between second and third grade and it's a great um organization to help donate to because not all of us in the world are are lucky to be living in in a household where it's so warm yeah where it's warm and sometimes families don't are having a tough time trying to um which is to provide for their children. So yeah. I definitely I mean, recommend. Yeah, I live in the East Coast now, Maryland. We just had some like snow. I live in Waldorf. We had like a uh, foot, in, foot in like a couple inches of snow. Yo, you need a jacket right now. So that's a Operation Warm definitely needs some donations out there, guys. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And do, coats are cheap to buy over here too. You go to Macy's, like the, the store, like the cheap area. It's like $80 for a coat. Like, dang, I feel bad for these poor people. Yeah. But yeah, definitely for all the viewers out there, definitely check out Operation Warm. Um, a coat would goes a long way for everyone. So, yeah, it's a great sentiment. And then I think all of our nonprofits are actually, uh, you know, for kids, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's kids really are the nice of all the players. Yeah. And if you have a trouble, finding um an amount to donate i always suggest you could either donate the jersey number of the players so for say cooper cup i think it's 10 so you could donate just 10 dollars, or you can donate the uh winning score basically that you had let's say like i think cooper cup how much did he have he had 21 points this week he had 21 points so if you're willing to give a little bit more you could donate 21.5 dollars to the uh foundation and hopefully you know Either one of those amounts work. Anything helps. For the Chinese people out there, there's a superstition: is if you give, if you give more, you get more. Mm. Yeah, very nice. I, I think that if you have, if you played for money, just give your entire winnings to the, uh, to the organization. You know, you don't really need those winnings. <laughs> You're a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy, Gav. 
No, I, yeah, it's harder, and I get it. Never mind. Go ahead. It's up to you. But please, guys, do donate. We get it. Definitely. You know, Absolutely. Whatever you can always helps. Yep. And all of these foundations have been brought to you by uh, Champion Causes. We will also retweet the picture that we got the uh, nonprofits from as well. So without further ado, Fantasy War Stories, guys. This is it. We're done with the season. It's over. We don't Hallelujah. have starts and sits. So we're just going to kind of just, you know, recount anything that we want to right now. And we just, I made up a couple questions that we could talk about for fantasy. And um, hopefully we find some entertainment within them. <laughs> so first one is your favorite win this season. We don't have to necessarily, if you don't have a memorable win this season, you don't have to cover it. But, you know. Wants to it share. has to be my championship win, bro. Doesn't it have to be all of our championship wins? Like, come on. Yeah, excluding that, excluding. Oh, excluding? Yeah, man. Yeah, okay, fine. Do you have a good story? I have a really good story from a couple of years ago. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I mean, I don't think Gab's going to like this one. Oh, my God. I think it's, yeah. Jesus Christ. I think it was 2019, and I was playing Gab in the in one of our leagues <laughs> and basically gav took this monster lead in the morning games he had like 60 <laughs> points already on me he dropped, and i was already like i was like already fucked so, bro i remember that now oh yeah. my god and for added context i was in santa cruz at the time and we had a bunch of like routine scheduled blackouts so actually i don't even know if it was scheduled or not it doesn't matter there's a blackout so i Wanted to watch the game still, so I had to go to my local Starbucks, and I just watched all the games there. Watched as I got destroyed in the morning. Dude, I thought I was feasting, dude. I thought I was clear. <laughs> yeah, but then I still had a lot of afternoon players, so I stuck around. And basically, I think I was only down by like 40-something by Sunday night football. But Sunday night football that year was the Packers and Chiefs. Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones were my guys, basically. So they, they were like the last two players left <laughs> that I had. And I just continued to like watch from the Starbucks. And basically what had happened was Aaron Rodgers gave a screen pass to Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones took it to the house for 60 yards. Oh, my God. <laughs> and since I had both players, I got credit for both touchdowns, both completions, both yardage. And... <laughs> and that literally like that one play oh my- took me over the edge for gas. dude i i was with my family and we we're playing video game like no not like we we're playing uno or something right and i'm watching the freaking game as it's happening because i'm like there's no way there's no way we're gonna win dude okay so that's not he he had that play where he did a screen pass right but then he just passes it backwards right it's like a little toss but they added, they made it count as a t- like a pass from <laughs> Rodgers. And he ended up taking it for a touchdown again. So, dude, that entire game was a wash. I mean, that entire like week was a wash for me, bro. That yeah, has was, to be my most devastating <laughs> loss. I was very mad in the group chat. Oh, my God. Dude, I, had to, I couldn't, dude. I couldn't believe that he got two idiotic touchdowns. I mean, dude, just because you toss it to the guy when he's running full. Like, he, Aaron Rodgers turned around and just like tossed it up. No, that counts. It was like a That's jet a sweep. That's no, it, it was not. It's like, no, you know, like the forward no, pass where the they screen. push pass it? Like they do yeah. a push pass. That counts as yes. a pass and touchdown too. And I think yeah. that's stupid. No, that's the one that, no, the screen pass was okay, legit, whatever, fine. That puts you over the edge. But he had one of those like 
ones where they were like he just pushed past you know yeah. they had one in that game and it oh my god there you don't really remember no, it, i retract my statement then i retract my previous oh statement. my god dude dear god it, i cringe so hard <laughs> I, I love it i love it That's i ended up winning that win. we yeah. i think I yeah he still won the league he still <laughs> like won the league later but i i always remember that because just of where i was it's like you remember where you were sometimes when that, that those kinds of things happen yeah we're gonna go next uh, yeah go for it um i think my memorable moment so far other than winning the league would be going against gavin week two so <laughs> what is this madness so the what reason why i'm sorry gavin but i have to throw you underneath the bus is because during week two josh jacobs was out and i didn't know he was out until i woke up at around like 11 a.m on sunday i was like oop but even though i left josh jacobs in my lineup i still managed to beat gav because of cooper Cooper Cup had 36.8 on that week. Along and Tyler Lockett, when he wasn't playing me, he had 31 points. And my entire team, like you're the bill, the oh, you said the Bills too. They had 22 points. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was against Miami. Oh, 35-0. They beat Miami by 35. It was one of the closest matchups ever, but ah uh, my god, uh, dude. I hate it. <laughs> Damn. And it was projected you're supposed to beat me by. It's because by, you didn't um, have Josh Jacobs in. 24, <laughs> yes. It's because Miami's blows harder than freaking Dolphins. And I don't know, Tyler Lockett and Cooper Cup just wanted to have a, like a, a tea party with each other. I don't know. What the freak. Whatever. Hey, I don't hey. have any amazing wins. I only have I only have losses, and that's another loss that I really pretty much. They about the loss you took to uh, Viv. Yeah, that's another. I was gonna say that's another <laughs> loss that is so devastating, bro. I put everyone in, right? I mean, whatever. This, I mean, this is a free win. I wake up the next morning, and I'm like, wait, wait, what is this? He's got all his players in, Bruh. I'm like, well, there's no way I'm gonna lose. His players suck. Blah blah blah, bro. I think he beats me like, like by like ten points. I don't remember how much it was. I put it in the back of my mind, dude. But 15. dear God, it's fifteen. 15. Yep. Dude, come on. But yeah, for me, week two, the most disrespectful win I ever got. Sorry, guys. Viv, Viv still had two players who still scored zero. Kenny Galladay had zero for three receptions. I know. <laughs> dude, I've taken so many bad L's this year, dude. Like, I lost to Bali Dogs, and he used the players that I trade. I. He, <laughs> He used the players I traded to him against me. Antonio Gibson had one of his best games that week. And Devontae Adams, I mean, he was played okay, but dear God. Yeah. Uh, you hate to, you mean. Some bad breaks. Tough this year, dude. Tough. Okay. Yeah, I'll share my story now. Um, so let me let me paint the picture for you guys here. So the beginning of the year, I start off my Dynasty League with obviously Dynasty Draft. You know, make my trade to do all that stuff. Season yeah. comes around. You know, I got Cooper Cup. I'm feeling good. And, you know, all you know is I'm I'm 3-0. I'm like, damn, you know, I got Cooper Cup, Deontay. I'm feeling great. Russell Wilson's still here. And this is where everything goes wrong. So in the same week, Chris Carson and Russell Wilson both go on the IR, start off my bat. <laughs> and so then from there, I just don't know what happened, but my team fell apart. And I'm talking every single level. I was putting up 60, 70 points for six, seven weeks straight. 
and I could not win a game for my life of me until Russell Wilson came back. And it was the same week he came back was the, the same week I got my first one after a seven-game losing streak on the whole time he was out. So I finally get my first win, and I, you know, it's, it feels like magic. It might have been the most greatest feeling ever that I've ever had. It's just like it took – I literally was picking up people from the waiver wire. I was starting uh, backup quarterbacks. I was at a point where I was starting Mike White. I was starting <laughs> – I was starting Josh Johnson. I was – God, I didn't have a quarterback. Rough. I traded picks to get Ben Roethlisberger. Like, oh, it was so ugly. So, you know, I'll come to it. I ended up uh, getting Russell Wilson back, getting a couple of wins and sneaking into my eighth spot into my playoffs and actually ended up coming third, which is insanely, insanely crazy because I have like almost three, 400 points less than the, like the majority of the rest of the teams. So, Wait, you know, sometimes it's not about when you're good. It's just about, wait, uh, not how long you're good, though, it's when you're good. And I just, my team ended up peaking at the right time, and that, that also all that mattered. Oh, you had Cooper Cup. You had nothing to worry about, bro. Come on. Yeah, I was, dude, it was crazy because I had Cooper Cup, and I was getting blown out by, like, 40. Damn. Holy. Yeah, I'd have, like, seven, I'd have like 75 points, 36 from Cooper Cup, and then, like, three <laughs> from Mike Davis, four from Antonio Gibson. <laughs> Oh my lord! No, the you Chris Carson it. thing. Oh, the Chris Carson thing ruined so many seasons. I cannot tell you. Oh, dude, TMC <laughs> ruined Chris... your season. Yeah, yeah. I, I even had TMC. Chris Carson in this listener league too. That's what pissed me off. Everyone got hurt. Yep. He he just ruined everyone. We'll get to him later though. Um, most devastating loss. Um, I mean, too I too many. I've told you mine uh, in this league. It was the one where I don't really care that much because it was the apocalypse. So I, I didn't have any, like I literally didn't have enough starting players, but I still wanted to win, obviously. So I just played like Antonio Brown was out. So then I, but I still had to play in basically or else I was going to have to cut someone that I really wanted to keep. And so I just played him and I was still about to win over Jamar. But then the Niners defense blows it at the last minute. They give up one last touchdown, and then I lose by uh, (laughs) 0.12. I lose by 0.12 just because of that. And not only did I lose in fantasy, I lost. (laughs) My real team lost. (laughs) (laughs) My real team disappointed me so much, they blew it for my fantasy team too. I love how you have, like, your 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 loss, your most devastating loss, is where you almost won. Whereas my losses are just straight dog duty, and I get pooped on by some rando team that has like two players out, and they're not even supposed to be playing that week. Bruh, come on. It's fantasy. Your losses you. were built different. My losses no, are dude. not the same as you. I mean, the devastating loss. I think a devastating loss is where you. It's like that close, right? So then it's like, oh, if I just started another player or something like that, because then it makes you think. If you get blown out, you can't do anything about that. What what could be more devastating than losing to somebody who wasn't even playing the entire season and you're mm-hmm. his single win? I think what could that's, be more I think devastating. That, you know, no, he was always playing, but he just had a good day. That dude, that guy can go. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> put put his finger for, in a shredder. I think you went for most devastating loss. <laughs> I think we have to give him the award. Oh yeah, dude! I have to. He had one win. <laughs> he had what about one Vivek? win. 
I mean, Team Viv, oh, they had 13 losses. I think I think he has more. Because he wasn't that. playing, bro. Who cares? Dude, this guy's a freaking bum, bro. He starts doing... <laughs> Whatever. Say it with your chest, Gav. Say it with your chest. Dude, this guy was raised on cornflakes and freaking glue, bro. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. Wow. Them fighting words. Whatever, dude. I No love. No love lost, dude. It's funny because he's like... He's the worst in our league, in our fantasy football league, but he's murdering us in the fantasy basketball league. <laughs> <laughs> you could have beat him that one week. That's because, because that's because everyone sucks in basketball. It's because I, it's the opposite. Like, we all don't really, because we're focused on fantasy football right now. <laughs> well, now I'm going to be focusing on freaking fantasy basketball, but dude, my entire team is on COVID list or either injured or co- on COVID list, bro. That's why I can't right, even save play. it for the next one. Save it for the basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, four okay. stories. Yeah, we know you take losses in all sports. I take losses every – oh, my. Just go next. <laughs> it's too much to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything too notable, like any crazies to worry about, any loss I had this season. I mean, I took a bunch, but they're just <laughs> they're just ugly. There's, not, there's nothing you want yeah, to see Yeah, there. there's no, like, good ones where, like, it's, like, close, and then you just, like – Yeah. You yeah. don't want to hear about my when I put up 85 and lost by, like, 40 food. You know? like, <laughs> there's, no, there's no point in that. Isn't there, Matt, don't you have one where, like, somebody had a fumble off, like, the, the fumble was weird, and that fumble cost you the game? Or was that somebody else? Was that Nandale? Fumble? Yeah, somebody fumbled. I think it was, like, a tight end. Uh, Dallas Goddard fumbled, and it was, like, a weird fumble where it... Um, I don't think that was me, but... It was somebody else, but never mind. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I don't know the complete story. I do have another story where it's just as devastating, but I think I'll save that for later. Yeah. Um, okay, right. so let's just move on to the next category. Yeah. Second team you watch follow because of fantasy. Um, you typically want to track your players, and so you go on wherever you want to go and try to watch the team match up. Like, so who, like, other than, you know, the team that you root for, which team do you honestly, like, always watch because just because you have a fantasy player on there? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. oh, my God. How can you, like, just... Nah, put yourself dude, in that situation dude i gotta watch a cowboy that's must see football every week cd lamb number 88 <laughs> were you happy with cd lamb this season not towards the end honestly i think he was a little bit of a disappointment but God, I thought know, it would be he was amazing throughout the beginning of the season and I'm, you know he, you can't be mad at a guy whose name is cds you know like yeah no you can always just yeah. say like had a problem with CDs and they'd be like, yeah, CD Lamb. No, <laughs> got him, bro. It's kind of childish, but you know. Yeah, it's okay. And then obviously, I'm gonna have to go with my friend. Another team I've I probably watched almost every single game was the Bengals. I felt like that was honestly must see because Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. That was wonderful. Especially having Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in one of my leagues. It was like a random league I have. This last week I was playing for third and I had Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow starting. Every Dang. 10 seconds I'm checking my phone. Four points for Jamar, three for Burrow, four points for Jamar again. 17 just come from a 70-yard touchdown. Another 40-yard touchdown for Jamar. And it was just popping off time Maybe that's the time. new strat, dude. <laughs> Quarterback yeah. and wide receiver. It was amazing. I was the most random-ass duo ever, too, you know. Like the oh. beginning of the year, you were yeah. telling me that I would be having Joe, Joe Burrow, and you know, obviously I thought Jamar Chase was good, but I, I didn't think him to you know get up was eleven catches, two hundred sixty-six yards, and two touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Oh, three <laughs> touchdowns. Oh my god! No one could have predicted that they would be at the top of 
your division, you know. No way. No way. Yeah. yeah, but Jesus. Yeah, they were so in and you know, and just because of fantasy, they were just had so many relevant guys there. And, and you know, even from even their tight end, CJ Uzama, right? He was mm-hmm. he a couple of relevant. Weeks. Yeah, he has yeah. started to relevant a few weeks. So I think that's pretty crazy to say where the Bengals were those last two years ago when they had probably one brand or somewhat fantasy relevant player who was the most hated player in the league at that point, Joe Mixon. <laughs> hey, bro, I hate so in terms of fantasy, stuff. everyone hated yeah. him. <laughs> right, exactly. So now you look at him and you're like, damn, I want Burrow. I want Chase. You know, I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I think T. Higgins is my new guy, bro. I, I'm yeah, sure. He's such a beast. I know. Yeah. I feel bad for him, but that he's getting overshadowed by Chase. But, you know, I have to watch. Uh, I also watched the Bengals a little bit, you know, just because I had T. Higgins after I traded for him. Um, but really, I, I always had my eyes on the Chargers because I had Eckler in literally every one of my leagues except for a sleeper, bro. <laughs> and, oh, my God. I think he's my GOAT this year besides uh, Deontay Johnson for saving my season. What a pick, dude. He's second, I think he's ranked second in standard for uh, um, fantasy r- running backs. So let's go, yee yee. And I also watched a lot of Ravens because um, I don't know why I like the Ravens so much, bro. I'm sorry, G, but yo, Mark Andrews is my guy, dude. Mark Andrews, that bus, guy, yeah, that bus, dude. He legit like carried my entire. Like I thought that uh, what's his name was gonna be the top. Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. But nah, dude. My Andrews had these ridiculous Andrews. like 20 plus point games. I know. Right? Yeah. Last year he cucked you. Remember? Uh, they went for the touchdown and then they went for a two point conversion. And then- I was, I, oh, yeah. I mean, I already, <laughs> I needed Mark Andrews under nine points and he scores 31. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, we get it. You don't need to keep doing this. <laughs> and uh, I don't like to say this, but I also watch the Steelers games just because of Deontay. But yeah, you know, I still hate the Steelers. No cap. We know you don't. It's okay. <laughs> down deep, 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 deep down somewhere. No. You got some steel love. You know, it's funny to watch them lose. <laughs> yeah, I guess they and oh. tie against the Lions. Hey, Mike Tomlin never had a losing season. Yet. Yeah. Moving on, uh, <laughs> I think my favorite teams to watch because of fantasy would be obviously number one Rams. There's no explanation oh needed. Yeah, fuck Shut the Rams. Up. Yeah. Screw the Rams, dude. Undeserved. I love you, Cooper Cup. Don't fit a choke. Other than the Rams, uh, I would say the Chiefs because um, in my, in the sleeper league, I had, I drafted Patrick Mahomes as my second pick and I thought he would like have an amazing season being very consistent, but it ended up him having a lot of questionable games and a lot of uncertainty because there's a few games or a few weeks that he was dropping the ball a lot. And I was like, what the hell? And I was like, you're my second pick. But not only Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, but in a different league, in ES, in another league on ESPN, I had Travis Kelsey, and it was the first time where um, I had a really – I thought I had a really good um, tight end on my team but i mean travis kelsey he still did pretty well i, th- I just thought he would do a little he would produce a little bit more but you kind of have to contribute that to um patrick mahomes performance this season which wasn't the greatest compared to a year ago fire. yeah and another team that i watched 
I'm not going to call him by the Bengals. Oh, I'm going to call him Team LSU because <laughs> freaking Bro, Joe Burrow like and Jamar Chase, they're like playing back when they're at LSU. They're tearing up. They're tearing up everyone. Like at one point, Jamar was like giving me like 30 points in standard. Um, and on la- this past week, week 17, um, he gave me 44 points. Because he blew up, he blew again. He blew up the Chiefs because Chiefs doesn't have a secondary, and because he had like a sixty-seven yard touchdown, <laughs> and he blew by like five people just from like a juke. So, no, I was astounded by how fast he was. I knew he was fast, but he just yeah, I didn't know realize he, he just looks so quick on separated. Screen. Yeah, and I remember the fact that all of us we were like kind of clowning on the Bengals for drafting Jamar Chase. Because we thought um, Joe Burrow's other leg would get would get destroyed because he wouldn't get any protection no. from the pa- from the pass rushers. But all I gotta say is, who cares about T Higgins? Who cares about Joe Mixon? All I gotta care about is <laughs> Joe Burrow and Jamar you, you don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. I heard that Ed was gonna join their their course. So, you know. Oh. You know, I mean, it's fun to watch LSU players. Um, Go Bengals. Just, oh, jeez. <laughs> I almost said he was there. He should play left tackle for them. Oh, yeah. Ed does like Tigers, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I used to watch a lot of Titans games because I had Derrick Henry uh, for two years now, basically. And I love watching him. But once he got hurt, I basically switched off of that. I was just like, nah, I'm not going <laughs> to do this anymore. You really don't provide any value to me. And, But I realized that for the last four years, I've drafted a Steelers running back in at least one of my leagues, whether it's been James Conner for three years now or <laughs> Najee Harris for one. So I've been watching Steelers games for like the last four years. Four years. Disgusting, yeah. dude. What utter torture, huh? It's been uh, it's been rough. It's very entertaining in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't I don't understand like it's the thing is like I I've watched four years of Pitt Steelers games. I've watched two years, one and a half years of Titans games. I I just get more into the Titans games. I don't know. It's because hey, it's this like, year they went through eighty nine people, eighty nine players, and they still came out on top. Tennessee it's because you love to see Ryan Tannehill, bro. Oh no. Yeah, you love to see his noodle arm. Yeah. But his uh, trunk Plus, legs. Their offense is so simplified that I know exactly what's going to happen. It's either run to Derrick Henry, slant to AJ Brown. <laughs> you know, like Ben is like, okay, throw, throw some like thing to fire move for some shit. And then like. No, nah, dude, he's tripping Najee. over shoelaces, bro. Yeah. Throwing it off of the helmet, catching ben it. Ben might have had the greatest talent I've ever seen last week. <laughs> he, he had halftime, if I was not mistaken, was 20 of 34 at halftime. 96 yards. (laughs) (laughs) Record breaking. Uh, I don't know what record that is, but that's fucking awesome. (laughs) Yards per attempt or something, yards per completion. You're going to miss him. You're going to miss him. It's 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 the record of worst, uh, worst stat line you could have last game at home. I do think that when you look at it, watch a team for so long, you start to notice their tendencies, like Ben only throwing like, like I always know that when Ben starts to get in trouble, he's just gonna check it down to Najee like, <laughs> every single time. Like, oh, I like 
someone's in my face, I'm just gonna run, like try to do the best, trip over myself, throw it to Najee. It's what the great quarterbacks do. They just do checkdowns, bro. Come on. Yeah. Tom Brady loves his checkdowns. All right. Players you love purely because of fantasy football. They're not on your team whatsoever. You just you've they have a special place in your heart just because of fantasy football. I have Cordero Patterson, the GOAT, one of my many favorite waiver wire pickups. Um, Aaron Jones, in that one year that I had him, where he was just, I think he was running back four in fantasy because of, just because of like he had like 18 touchdowns. He wasn't very good on yards, but he just kept getting touchdowns for some reason. Love him for that always. Plus, you know, the Aaron squared game. And then, man. <laughs> You got to give it to this guy, James. The Flames, RB1 season. Never forget you. You're going to heal up just fine. And I'm going <laughs> to draft you. Just No you more wait. Urban Meyer. No, but no more Urban Meyer. The bad man's gone. I mean, I don't really like anybody in fantasy, dude. I honestly, yo, honestly, Shh. football players are cranes of the world, dude. They, I, they don't play consistently, dude. And I mean, after they retire, like once they retire or like during their, if they're famous enough, allegation, you know? Yeah, you're, you're just, you're killing any chance where you're going to get an interview in one of them. Oh, no, no, no. But yo, shout out to my boy, Mark Andrews, bro. This guy is crystal clean, bro. He's like meth, bro. I love him. He, uh, he, um, every time I have, I've won a championship in um, me and Matt's league with Nando and a bunch of Dylan's two in there. Every time I've won a championship, Mark Andrews was on my team. And both of those seasons, he was like top tight end, top three tight end. So, you know, I think I'm going to have to draft Mark Andrews always. Not if I draft him first. It's a bait, dude. Draft him next year. It's going to be over. I'm going to stop him. (laughs) No, but definitely Mark Andrews is the only guy I love. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a few guys, just random guys. that You know, every year you feel like there's a few guys you pick up and like, no expectations for them and do a lot, a lot of good things for you. Um, I'm going to start off with, I think, uh, whoever drafted Jalen Hurts is 100% agrees with me. Did not expect him to be a top 10 fantasy quarterback. I know people thought that that was possible, but, you know, when it happens and you're actually right about it, it always feels a lot better. Um, and so then, you know, he's one. Another one for me is Michael Carter. I know I came on to this show like week to week almost and they're like a point you know it's just michael carter michael carter michael carter and i think he right deservedly so you know playing for the jets so it's hard to get recognition so i'm gonna give him to him where i can thought he was a great player this year and i have high hopes for him next year as a sleeper so uh and then rashad bateman i think he was just an interesting guy and i don't know i just kind of like the way he plays and i like him as a player so, is he relevant not, ever since that one? He wasn't. He wasn't anything crazy either. You know, like he didn't put up many crazy numbers. So he's less of like a. You just like, like his name. Yeah, it's just like Rashad Bateman. It's interesting to watch for next year if Lamar gets healthy and you know second year wide receiver breakouts. So plus Lamar's getting better at throwing, like, like no cap. Yep, just keep it best. in mind. Yeah. For me, players that I love because of fantasy football. Um, number one. Everyone already knows Mr. Cooper Cup. I'm gonna buy his jersey <laughs> soon. I'm gonna have to do it. You better not, Dylan. You're a, you're a 49ers shot. fan first. That's true. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get do shot, it, bro. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it dude. Fans, I gotta sing his praises though. He did carry me this season on sleeper. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> put respect on that 
on that man. Goddamn white guy. <laughs> you always got to go with the, the white slot, bro. I don't know. No, Tom Brady had his Edelman. Yep. Edelman, Amendola, <laughs> Wes Welker. Wes Welker, yeah. Each week, again, Cooper Cup shows up, okay, shows up to the game. But other than Cooper Cup, number two would be Jamar Chase. I mean, going when I drafted him in a different league, when he was like, I think I picked him like mid rounds, like I would say six, seven. I think not a lot of not a lot of people trusted it because he was a rookie. But I was very surprised on how well he played this year, considering it's it's his first year, and. Again, he already has the connection with Joe Burrow. So, and him able to drop like 30, 40 points in a standard league, I'm pretty happy with that. And how, again, what Matt said earlier about how fast he is and how how much he can burn the secondary. So I would say Jamar Chase would be my second favorite player because of fantasy. And last, I would say Young Ho Koo. So during my- King. Yes. King Young Ho. <laughs> so it's a little bit out of left field, but it's because during my first year of playing uh, fantasy, um, I had two players that died on me. And I'm going to say it again. Number one was Saquon. And number two was Dak Prescott. And when they were both died, my team was essentially ruined. And I couldn't even go to the playoffs, basically. But the only person on that team who was playing consistently was young hoku and what was, fu- <laughs> what was funny is uh that was when atlanta was a little bit better than this year but overall they're still pretty bad young ho would drop 20 points consistently each, like consistently it's funny because he was putting out rb rb2 numbers basically yeah seriously you didn't even lose a running back you just gained <laughs> one like he would produce more than rojo and <laughs> I think one and one other Tex, Texans running back. And it was David Johnson. Johnson. David Johnson, yes. David Johnson. <laughs> and yeah, I was running a, yeah, my running back room was not great as well as my wide receiver room. It was all, I was just grasping at straws at that, at that point. But each week, Young Ho would stay consistent. And that's why I like consistency, just like I, Cooper Cup. I swear, Dylan always. I don't know what he does, but he's a kicking guru because last year he got Young Hoku, the best kicker in fantasy football last season. Then this year he goes on the waiver wire, picks up Nick Folk, and he, and it's the same deal. I think he's the best kicker in fantasy right now, which is ridiculous. Dylan just knows his kickers. All I got to say is uh, kickers' lives matter. Ah, good, good. God. Oh, also, I have one. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to. Another player as well, uh, even though I'd never had him, uh, Devontae Adams. That man, just for him and himself, you already know Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to that man. and He's kind of like similar to Cooper Cup. But he, I don't know how much Devontae Adams drops, but all I can say is he's pretty consistent as well. In PPR, he's a monster. I hate Devontae Adams just because he's so good. Because I've never had him really. On my during uh, playoff first round of the playoffs, I almost lost – because um, the the person I played against, he had um, Devontae Adams, and I had like a 20-point lead, and he cut it down to five just because of that man alone. So I have to give a special shout-out to Devontae Adams. In love even, though he plays with, <laughs> even though he plays with someone who gets COVID tips from Joe Rogan, that's, mm-hmm. the, only, that's the only issue. 
that is uh, that's an issue. All right, players you irrationally hate just because of fantasy football. I got one guy. Ooh. I don't really hate him. I just it just annoys me. <laughs> it's just Stefan Diggs, and it annoys me. He was like he had a good. No, he did not. I heard all this hype about Stefan Diggs last year on the Bills. Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs that. And all this man does every week is feel like he gets like four or five catches under 50 yards and then maybe sprinkles in a touchdown. And people, you know, he barely makes it fantasy relevant usually. And it's just frustrating because he's so talented, right? And I remember last year, I remember him blowing up and we had what, an all pro season, you know, the same stat line. You know, the Bills are one of the best teams, blah, blah, blah. And this year, I'm like, all right, I'm going to see what the hype's about. I'm going to draft this guy early <laughs> in a few leagues. I traded for him in a few leagues. And this man was a disappointment. I don't know how else to say it. I will not be taking him <laughs> up again. <laughs> I think I it's because you picked him up. It honestly, it probably is. I should just stick to drafting Steelers first. <laughs> I mean, I personally had my beef with Stefan Diggs. It's a little bit resolved now just because I traded for him. And he did better than I had currently. Because I had Hopkins and McLaurin, so you know the the bar was low. But yeah, I mean, I I don't hate him. I don't like him. I'm very neutral on him now. Depends on how you feel. Yeah, but I'm not picking him up again. We're done with that. Uh, for me, uh, I have three players. It goes, and the order I'm going to say them in is from least annoyed to most annoyed. <laughs> so number one would be Tyler Lockett. So. Again, I said it before, like a few weeks ago, I want to see Hawks player because I hate getting blown out with a Russell Wilson plus wide receiver combination. It annoys the hell out of me. And this year I wanted to change that. And that's why I went with Tyler Lockett. And oh my God, even it was a bit half and half with Tyler because the first few weeks uh, he dropped like 20, like 20, 30 points. I think PPR maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure about standard. But I was like, okay, okay, not bad. I'm pretty happy with the results. Then he goes on like a scoring drought for like four weeks. And I was like, uh, I was like, I drafted you so high and this hurts. So he's the least annoying player in my list. The second most, the second most annoying player would be Miles Sanders. This season, I was, I did not start him at all after week one. Week one, he, or actually week two, actually, week two. Week one, he had 11 points. He had one touchdown. Afterwards, like, he would just get around seven points. I'm like, what the hell are you doing in Philadelphia? So it's because he never gets touchdowns. He's like Jacoby Myers level of, like, not get, he didn't get a single touchdown this season. So this fantasy or this season taught me to not trust Cowboys or Eagles players. And, or Giants players. For the or Giants, Giants players. <laughs> so sure, there's three teams. Washington in there and just call it Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't you draft Antonio <laughs> <Yes>. Gibson too? <laughs> I did have Antonio Gibson. But no, he, Antonio Gibson heated up at the end. So. Yeah, he heated up. All right. I mean, we, this past week he had COVID, but unfortunately. But Miles Sanders, yeah, he, that was a huge bait. <laughs> that was a huge, huge bait. And he was in the, he was in the injured reserve for a while too. I, I knew. I told you. I think Miles Sanders was one of the people I would refuse to draft. Yeah, I think I had no other choice at that time because it was a mid-round pick. Yeah, or mid-draft pick. Yeah, you could have had Chris Carson. <laughs> I think it. I would have cried. It would be like Saquon all over again. But speaking of Chris Carson, why don't you tell us who you 
Oh, wait, no, no, no. Well, he's got I one more. Let Dylan finish. Oh, okay. And my... <laughs> he wanted to skip it. He wanted to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> my most annoying player would have to be Mr. Entertainer, Mr. TikTok himself, Juju, Juju Schuster. We've had oh. podcasts about this man before, though. Oh, Corvette, Corvette. I, I, so after last season, I like sent Gav and Matt this Corvette, Corvette video on YouTube. I was just seeing um, Juju getting stacked. <laughs> no, it's, and it's, it's getting funny. Like, thrashed and then losing, fumbling the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think the video starts with all the TikTok dances on yeah, the logos dancing, and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, the logos. and then like, and then the pride, and then the fall. Basically, like he gets trucked by that Bengals guy, and uh, he fumbles in the Bills game or something like that. It's like, <laughs> it's a great video. I uh, highly recommend it. And, it's honestly G's favorite player. Yeah. And also that season when I had you, and this was a year ago, actually, he only averages like one point. I was like, what the hell, man? Oh, <laughs> I remember when he gave you one point, dude. I remember. I that. was like, dude. And this, I was telling um, Matt and Gaff as well. I was like, I was having trouble reading my wide receivers on who to start and who to sit because each week I'll I'll get them wrong. And that was when I had um, Calvin Ridley as well as. Um, sorry, yeah, you had Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, and you had yeah, Julio Johnson and Juju Smith Schuster. And he at the end, towards switching. the end of the season, towards the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was again picking, I was coin flipping at that point. But there was this, Juju- um, there's this thing that you can do, like there's a program where it shows who scores the least at each position in your league. Dylan scored the least amount of points at wide receiver, despite having that. <laughs> amount of that that core of wide receivers on his team it was ridiculous i didn't expect color really to pop off i was like who the hell is this guy and then he started doing everything and i thought julio would be doing everything but no i was wrong it's just like juju and ab <laughs> when they were together yeah so i mean i learned a lot i learned a lot from my years of fans don't pick don't pick any of these three players they just <laughs> piss you off <laughs> Go, man, go. Since G was trying to segue into it. Okay. I mean, I really have two. I probably have more, but, you know, I'm I'm a very forgiving person, so I've learned to let go. You're missing one out of your list, actually. Oh, really? Which I don't... I actually don't have a name in mind right now, but... who? who Mr. Bare Chest? Oh, I mean, he kind of annoys me, but, you know, not as much as he annoys everyone else. He gave you an name. <laughs> Just let, let everyone know who you're talking about. Yeah, Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown. I mean, <laughs> dude gets hurt for seven weeks, then gets suspended for three more, then leaves <laughs> in the middle of the game. <laughs> I was already out at that point, so I just laughed it off. But I'm sure for everyone who's playing the championship with him as a starting wide receiver was not as happy. At least you have a story to tell. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I could have had worse. I could have hated him more for that. But two players I have in mind. Joey Sly, Joey Sly hurt me once and I never, ever, ever touched him again because <laughs> this is, this counts as the Man, most I devastating a lot of hate loss. For a kicker. Basically what happened was I was facing Nando this time in some like week six matchup or something. And then I was down by a lot again, which is a recurring theme. And basically all I had left was Aaron Jones and Joey Sly. So Aaron Jones was against the Cowboys. If you don't recall that game, Aaron Jones went off again. So like he's always the one who I turn to when I need to come back. 
he scores four touchdowns basically puts up a i was down by 44 i think he puts up 45 and like it's literally the like miracle like the miracle that you've been praying for and it happens and like you get only get that in a very very rare scenario it never happens you get it once every like six or seven years so then joey sly comes along all he has to do is do anything but no, he misses a field goal. In our league, missed field goals are negative one point. <laughs> because I know that. I know that now. Because he misses that one, but two field goals. I go back down by two. <laughs> and I lose. To Hilarious. Nana. Hilarious. I remember it's actually that. so sad. We talked about it so long. It was so funny. Oh, my God. And there was one time where Matt had a kicker. Kamar, if I or whatever, how do you say? Kaimi Fairbairn. Kim, yeah, he, he he thought Matt thought that he'd won, but then the points got adjusted and he got no, less no, no, he, that's Joey Sly. Oh, that's Joey Sly. Oh, yeah, okay. That's Joey Sly. Well, Kamari yeah. Fairbairn always makes Matt win or lose. It's like a very teeters. Fairbairn won me a playoff game. Actually, <laughs> that I hate that guy actually because yeah. he won. Yeah, he you he, won against me with him. Yeah, I won against because he had twenty points against the Jets. Me. <laughs> and he I won hate Kip. What a god. Kickers are so irrelevant on fantasy. I hate them. And then the last one is a more traditional pick, Chris Carson. Man, this guy cost me. Is he a Niners one, fan? No, not one, not two, but three championships already. He, he did not single-handedly <laughs> cause you. Oh yeah, I was in the championship for um one of our leagues. It was like a um our Santa Cruz league. I was in the finals, and I was up basically in the championship by like. 25 six or something like that all he has left is chris carson and he's going up against the chiefs this is the time where the chiefs had like the worst defense in the nfl or some shit so guess what happens chris carson gets 26 and i'm watching (laughs) i'm watching on the tv i'm in vegas at the time and i'm watching on one like those tvs and all he needs like it's like literally like 59 seconds left in the game seahawks are trying to drive because they're still trying to win the game and they don't have to hand it off to Chris Carson because there's 59 seconds after whatever, but they do. He, I was up by six. I know I was up by like 5.9. I lose by 0.1 because of that stupid ass touchdown. <laughs> I lost a championship. And then the next year after that, I draft Chris Carson so that it doesn't hurt me anymore. He doesn't hurt me anymore. I make it to the championship with Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin cook, Chris Carson, ridiculous squad, right? Guess who gets hurt? Dalvin <laughs> Cook gets hurt. Chris Carson gets hurt. And Same I lose that championship. This is like the start of a villain, villain origin story. <laughs> yeah, a villain origin story. Took that's only because... Took me two years to forgive him. I draft him this year in our main league again. Guess what happens? He gets hurt. He's hurt again. Yeah, I hate MT, dude. It's so annoying. Chris Carson's got something to do with his ankles. Or whatever is wrong with him. I forgot. It's not, even, it's not even because he's a Seahawk. I just, I don't like you, Chris. You no, that, just, that doesn't help though, right? Huh? Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Because the thing is like, I even overcome my biases just to draft this guy. And he still lets me down. Like, I've had such, like, I try to overcome everything and like draft NFC West players. Like, but every time I draft an NFC West player, it goes wrong. I drafted Brandon Ayuk and Raheem Mostert this year. I drafted um, Chris Carson on the Seahawks. I drafted DeAndre Hopkins in one of our leagues. And then I drafted um, 
you love Robert everyone Woods. From your division. I drafted Robert Woods. So I drafted like the worst players from that division. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to touch the NFC West anymore. That's it. It's over. <laughs> That's hilarious. You just ruined everyone on that, on those teams. Yeah. If I draft Cooper Cup, it's over for him. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't touch Cooper Cup. Oh, okay. So I'll just get to my player, players I hate. And I, I, I irrationally hate on a lot of people all the time. I don't know if you guys ever listen to our podcasts but if you guys do consistently, you kind of realize that I hate everybody in yeah. fantasy football because everyone just lets me down always, you know. So recently, I was in the championship and I had Gay Matt. I mean Matt Gay. I, I'm sorry, I'm stuck in Japanese terminology, but yeah, they say last yeah. name, first name. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah sure. Gay Matt. Yeah, and he he drops an egg and he scores one point for me. He misses out an egg. Well, okay, no, it was close. Okay, he had a negative points the very first kick. The very first field goal he missed, I had negative points coming out of him. I was like, are you kidding me, bruh? And then he comes back and he gets like two um, PATs. And I was like, okay, thank God. Uh, and it comes out positive with one point. But still, <laughs> dude, he nearly cost me a freaking championship. Rojo too, bro. He gets injured. I, I'm like, okay. He, he Last week, he did so great. He had like, what, like 18 points in standard or something, 20. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to trust you right now. I also had um, Rashad Penny, right? And I was having a hard time deciding <laughs> which one to put in, bro. I was like, do I trust the Seahawks? I mean, it's against the Lions. They're trash. Or do I trust Rojo, who, I mean, I, started, I already saw what he did last year. I made the wrong decision, put Rojo injured, very first game, our very first couple minutes. I was like, ah, that's just great. You know, so that's just recent. Uh, not a people I've hated for a, a while. Joe Mixon is one of the guys because I always say never to start him. And for some reason, this guy always wants to pop off. Okay. <laughs> the, for, the two years I had him, nothing injured, weak ankles, horrible knee. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Coach says he's season. fine. This, yeah. This year. He finally had a healthy season though. One year I don't draft him. Boom. He's like top three in running backs. You, know? you and Nando have something in common. You guys both hate him. Yeah, Joe Mixon. Go I mean, Nando hates a lot of players, too. Yeah, see, I mean, me and Nando are Except kind of Carolina. a mirror. Yeah. I think he hates his own team, actually, more. Yeah. I also hate Matt Ryan. Only in a fantasy. I love him in real life because he choked away uh, a Super Bowl <laughs> for us. So thank you, Matt. But I hate him in fantasy because he's supposed to be the garbage time king and he gets a lot of freaking points. Dude, this guy throws more picks every time I have him on my team than he does <laughs> touchdowns. I swear to God, I come up with negative points with him. You know, so Matt Ryan. I hate a lot of Matts, dude, honestly. Our hosts included. Wait a second. <laughs> a second that. Yeah. Mm. This guy has to be my second most hated player of all time. Okay? Wow. Of all time. Really? In real life and in fantasy, okay? In real life, Derrick Henry made Tom Brady leave my Patriots, okay? I thought it was the pick six. No. <laughs> well, no, that doesn't matter. Tom Brady, which is frustrated, he throws one, you know, whatever, okay? But Derrick Henry runs us, runs Tom Brady out of the Patriots, okay? Dear God, how can I not hate this man? And then in fantasy, what does he do? I finally get him. I trade up for him. I give up Devontae Adams and, T, uh, and um, Antonio Gibson, right? Derrick Henry gets injured the very first game I use him. The very first game, he gets me six points, and then he gets injured. Never use him again. Oh, my God, dude. This guy's just putting salt in the wound. Oh, my God. He was on pace for a legendary season. What can you say? 
What can you don't say? Trade for him, Gav. Yeah, That's stop trading. Don't yeah, trade. Tra- don't even trade at all. Stop trying Protect to make your team, team better every week. Just stay with that sucky team that you have. Derrick Henry was going to carry me to the championship, and what does he want to do? He wants to get himself injured, and he's going to come back now after the freaking fantasy football. <laughs> like, over. Oh, is it over? I'm not on yet. <laughs> oh my god! He, got, he was a full participant today, bro. Oh my! <laughs> I think he might. Anyway, oh my god! Salt in the wound. I sort of got at the Titans. They better not make it to the playoff or make it past the first round. I'm really going to be pissed. Derrick Henry comes back strong. Derrick Henry want to hear our podcast, and he's like, oh. I guess I'm going to run out of yeah. my team. Like, well, we already have that connection, dude. He's a freaking wizard. I don't know. And then this is the first person. I hate him with a passion. C-E-H, Clyde Edward Hilaire, okay? He was my do not draft whatsoever. I know. I remember it because I had. To, I was just so furious. Do not draft him. <laughs> Great idea. My best idea ever. He doesn't do well this season at all. I mean, he has like a few games here, but he's a disappointment. Darrell Williams was a better pickup. And I just hate CEH just because I drafted him last year and he didn't even do that bad. I mean, he was not great, but I don't know. Just watching him, it's like watching like – it'd be like one of the, our podcasters running a football on a field, bro. It's weak, you know, no flair. It's like Speak watching paint yourself, dry. Man. It's like watching paint dry. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. He's the worst running back in the league. Damn. That concludes my irrational hate. <laughs> that is That is a list. <laughs> That is the list right there. <laughs> it really depends, dude, because I could add some players. Like, sometimes I hate Tom Brady for leaving us, too, dude. I just, like... Oh, my God. That was, like, a wild guy. It's turning into a therapy session. Yeah. Dude, I said, dude, I, I hate people irrationally all the time. This is my list. That's why this is the best do podcast. You, we, do you uh... hate Nick Folk? No, I hate uh, Nick Foles. Oh, my God. Go. Kill yourself, you freaking bum. You look like a hobo that shaved, like, got a quick shave and went onto the field. And I just have a medical. Yeah. No comment. Still still trying to recover. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, Whatever. but that concludes basically the last podcast for fantasy football, at least this season. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, been a wild ride, done. guys. Yeah, we'll have some what more a great regular season. football, and when playoff football starts and all that fun stuff, but oh, wraps yeah. it up for fantasy, though. Yeah. yeah. I hope that we helped you guys. I know I did a lot. I mean, if you I... guys listened to my starts and sit this last week, you were in the clear. Were you? Yes, I said sit. One of seventeen. I said sit, Jess Jefferson. You were right for most of them, Higby. except for Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance didn't do good, did he? He got twenty. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, solid. See, okay, fine. Solid floor. It's always like it doesn't matter if he's good or not, it's just a floor. But, Tree yeah, area. That wraps it up, guys. Thank you so much if you have been listening to the podcast the entire season. You know, we didn't expect that, but we're grateful anyway. And as always, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. Follow us on Twitter at Bay Council for to stay up to date on our latest sports takes. And again, like she said, the podcast don't end when fantasy football ends. We're going to continue to produce content for you guys because we know that you love hearing our voices. So, you know, we're here for you guys. All right. Yep. Any final words? Anything you want to say before we wrap it up? I need the Jags to win this week. So, no, no, no. Yeah. You're dreaming, dude. That's You're a lot dreaming. right there. That's a huge, that's a lot right there. What I need is uh, the Miami Dolphins to not pull something out of their butts for once against us. <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, they're going to do that. And I know that. they love to do that. They're going to do it. 
I think for me, and I, I can't say this on behalf of Matt, but for this upcoming week, although I praise Cooper Cup a lot, this podcast, I need him to drop everything this week only. I'm so gonna we, need I'm gonna need Cal Shanahan to start trading. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah. Uh, Sta- it's not the way trade. Matt Stafford, do not do not meet up with Cooper Cup this week for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, dude, they got keep your own underwear for once, dude. I, I come on. Keep it clean. Separate. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And good night. Later. See you.